Hey, 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 welcome, welcome. Uh, I've got a little bit of that post high from the run. It's a beautiful day, sunny, with some big puffy clouds, blue sky, so how can we not be feeling good? Um, Glad you're here. As I always say, it's such a privilege, and we are in a focus right now on what it means to build and attract a healthy community. So if you're in the coaching program, we're doing that work together, or if you're just listening along the podcasts, you can get a ton out of this. Uh, One of the things that's key for people, if they're going to grow like crazy, is you've got to get them to the edge of their abilities. Now, I've talked about that in different ways before. Um, You can look at The Talent Code, a book that really articulates this very well. But what a lot of leaders don't understand is they have to be able to create an environment that people have the courage to get to the edge of their abilities. Uh, It's kind of like you need external peace to tackle the internal moments of vulnerability where you're going to grow. So what I see a lot of leaders do is they try to use any kind of intense pressure to get somebody motivated and get them to do something, and they actually sabotage the process of people's growth. Um, And we want to make sure that we don't do that. So what we're focused on for this month is this idea of uh, being proactive in building a community, even when there are moments that are uncertain. And one of the uncertainties is you don't know when you're going to get the cries of pain from others and what it looks like for you as a leader to adjust and help and give them what they need. Whether you're building a family, whether you're building an organization, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. So I'm going to give you some practical stuff on that. Before I do, I need to tell you a story. I don't think I've told it on the podcast before. I try to make sure I don't repeat stories, but occasionally it's going to happen, and that may be the case with this one. Uh, It was 2002 or three, the best I can remember. I'd gone to this conference that was really good, and they advertised this thing that was like a leadership boot camp. I'm like, I got to do this because it just sounded amazing. You took this personality profile test, uh, the T-A-I-S test, I forget how to say it, and they did this uh, like psychological demographic profile on you. Then they put you with a team of people, and the idea is this team has been put together in such a way that you are going to get weaknesses and vulnerabilities exposed. Then you go through these exercises. Uh, you did some sleep deprivation. You know, we hiked all through the night one time. But my exercise that I had to lead was, uh, it's of course, it's a simulation. Two people fall out in the group. They're crying in pain. Uh, one of the instructors is like, okay, here's what's happened. There's been a wreck, a plane crash. You've got to build stretchers and get a fire going and build a shelter, uh, get them extracted to the place they're going to be picked up by a helicopter so you can save their lives. And you've got two hours to do this. I forget the exact details. And so this was the one I was in charge of. So I break everybody out according to strengths. Just real quick. Hey, can you do this? You good at this? You know, boom, boom, boom. So we've got the two injured people. I've got one of them sitting uh, with one injured person, another person sitting with the other one, tending to their wounds, comforting them, etc. So we get in with the exercise, and we get the stretchers built on time. We're walking out with the stretchers, and one of the instructors was like, wow, that's one of the best stretchers we've ever seen. I was like, heck yeah, I am feeling good about my performance. I'm feeling on fire. So we get together as a group afterward, and you do this debriefing, deconstruction of what's happened. And I just uh, was getting feedback from people. And this one lady who I had put with one of the sick people said this, You got the job done, but you burned me out doing it. 
because she had to sit with this person who was like screaming in pain the whole time. And so I'm like, hey, I got everybody in the right spots. But then I failed to come around and check on her. How are you doing? Do you need a break? Do we need to get somebody else in this place? And the idea, and the idea being here is that uh, if you are a driven person, if you want to lead, if you want to perform, if you want to make things happen, you're going to be the kind of person who could get the job done but you could burn people out while you do it. So I took this in-depth look at myself, and my intensity meant that I had a propensity, hey, intensity to propensity, to burn people out. Uh, So whether you're building a family, a team, or an organization, I've watched leaders make one mistake that blocks their ability to build the people around them. Here it is. They judge when they need to understand or adjust. See, judging is easy. Why don't they care like I do? Why can't they just get it together? Why can't they get that task done? I was able to do it, so what's their problem? Insecure leaders judge, and because they judge, it blocks them from two critical actions. Number one, when you're secure as a leader, you will understand. Look, you are the leader. When they don't deliver, it rolls up to you. I know what that feels like, and I know you do too but you don't have to feel threatened. Understand that when mistakes are made by others, it isn't an attack on your dignity. You're more than your mission. When the organization missteps, you're still whole. And this calms you down to ask a critical question. What system, this is the key question to show that you understand, what system needs to be created or changed to keep this from happening or happening again? See, being understanding means you can ask, will you help me? You can go to your team members, your family members. Will you help me understand how to get you what you need so this doesn't happen again? Can you imagine if someone had done this for you and led you that way? See, being the leader means you are usually one step ahead, even though you're going to feel afraid and uncertain. And being one step step ahead is critical to provide solid leadership to the team. But the point of seeing the next step maybe a little bit quicker than anybody else isn't so that you can compare yourself to others and feel better. It's to prepare. The point of seeing the next step isn't to compare, but prepare. So when you're a secure leader, you don't judge. It's easy to judge when you compare. See, when you're secure, you will learn from the team when there's something you're not seeing in truth about getting to the next step. I remember countless times my wife's tried to help me see something and I've insecurely argued or younger in my leadership days and I'm leading a team and I get stubborn and locked in rather than just listening. So if you're secure, you'll understand. Number two, you'll do this. You will adjust. Look, you're the leader. If something isn't working, you can ignore, you can complain, or you can adjust. A lot ignore. They put on rose-colored glasses, they ignore reality, and they just focus on the positive. Some complain. They go sour. They let bitterness ruin the adjustment they need to make to score the win. So I'm not going to complain about a lack of passion and compare. I'm going to look for a different way. See, here's the thing. You become your own worst enemy in leading a team when you question their commitment and just compare. Instead, make an adjustment to fix their pain. So here's some bullet points to this. Who needs to know what is in your mind right now and what system will help you communicate it so that they can be informed? What system would keep you engaged to the team member's struggles so you can see the smoke before it's a fire? Um, 
we did an ebook, a little ebook a while back on five actions to lead a healthy, engaged team. You know, check in on their personal lives, have a system for that, have a way of knowing what's going on in them to make sure that they're set up for success, to know their most important metrics, get them to the edge of their abilities, but watch out for burnout. Have, have a way that you articulate this to them, that you say, hey, if you're hurting, come get what you need. Have something in your schedule, some uh, plan time, open door policy. They can come, get what they need, maybe spontaneously, just check in on them. But whatever you've got to do to make that adjustment to fix their pain. So what's the adjustment that needs to be made? Look, now I know some people right now at this point are like, wait, 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 this is too airy-fairy. No, you still champion a standard. But the goal is to meet your team where they are and help them climb. Leading a team, organization, or family is about building systems and telling stories. We've talked about telling stories a lot already. Now I want you to look around and see what systems need to be built to help you fly, to help others fly, to help you care for others, and help them to care for each other. Look for the distress points and then fix their pain with a system. You can get there, whatever there is for you, without frying the people that are on the ride with you. Practice active listening, conflict resolution, whatever it looks like. Do that. Get the info you need and then build that system to fix the pain. Thanks for being here. Have an awesome day. Peace.